0: Hey guys, how's it going? It is Wednesday, August 16th? 16th. Yeah, 16th sounds right. Okay. Uh, Wednesday, August 16th. It is 7.36 a.m. And uh, we are going to cover real quick... Um, well, I'm just going to sort of talk about LeBron James, really. That's just what it sort of... Uh, what was floating around in my head. I was uh, reading a couple of things about him, um, Bleacher Report and stuff like that, Same, talking about him and some stuff. So it's got got LeBron on the brain. And um, we'll, we'll sort of throw some, some opinion out there and, and a little bit of fact, of course, but mostly opinion. So um, I guess from my point of view, we're going to start off just talking about whether or not uh, LeBron is the... Uh, is, is the greatest of all time whether or not he's even the greatest player right now and um, you know sort of what uh, what's what's his next move from there how, how can he do it um, I guess to start off I'm just gonna go ahead we're gonna I'm just gonna throw this out there just because um, you know I'm, I'm 24 and I've I've seen a lot of basketball in my day but you know, one thing is uh, I have been around long enough to have the, have the privilege of seeing Michael Jordan play basketball, and um, along with that goes the statement that Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time, and I, I don't think that that's uh, wrong because I feel like it's a general consensus of the public that Michael Jordan's the best basketball player of all time. Some people say Kobe. Some people say, uh, you know, LeBron. Uh, but I, I don't think that you could really either look at either two of those guys and say that it's, it's, it's not Michael Jordan. It's, it's one of those guys over Michael Jordan. Um, you know, I had a guy in my family um, was talking to me about it once and he's uh he's older than me and he was saying you know growing growing up when he was growing up that you know everybody looked at at uh dr j as the greatest you know julius Irving, and then when magic johnson came along everybody looked at magic to be the greatest and then michael jordan happened and it was like bam michael jordan's is the new greatest and so I suppose to look at it one way, you know, every generation could have their their player that they think, "Wow, this is the player of our generation. This is the greatest basketball player we've ever seen. This guy is the greatest player of all time," and that's fair. You know, in a way, I would say that that is fair. But at the same time, I don't know, man. I don't think that it can be warranted because I just, um, you know. A lot of people say, "Well, to prove to me how he's better without using his championships," and it's like I, I don't think that you can do that. I don't think that that's part of it because you you got to you look at national championships as dominance over the league because they play the best of the best, you know, to get that championship, and that's got to go into the factor. I I'll choose not to use the fact that he three peated twice as part of it, but him having six rings is is pretty important. That's an important statement, an important statistic to throw out there when you're talking about why he's the best, you know. Um, I think that you do have to take into to account just uh, the other accolades that he's got going towards him. You know, he's got some Defensive Player of the Year awards. He's got scoring champion awards, you know, he leads the the league in, um, in uh, you know, the points per game average, I mean, he averaged like 30 points a game, you know, over a season, that's the highest, you know, had the final scoring average and stuff like that, and here's my biggest thing, to get a little, get a little ridiculous, um, he won a fucking dunk contest, okay, How's LeBron James gonna be the best? He ain't even won a dunk contest, okay? So there's there's a, a, the one of the one of my first big ones out of the gate right there. I, I mean, I think the, all the the best and the brightest went out there and they jammed at home for All Star Weekend. So I, I would say that you know you got to take a look at some of those some of those accolades when you're when you're pointing at, at why he's the best. I mean. The thing is is that if LeBron James decided to go in and actually join a dunk contest, I think that he'd have a reasonable chance. And to be honest with you, I don't really know why he hasn't done it so far. You know, I've heard a lot of people say he feels like he doesn't need to or he's worried about getting hurt and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, again, you, you play in the All-Star game. Are you not worried about getting hurt in the All-Star game? To me, you're you're more likely to get hurt in the All-Star game than you in, are in the dunk contest. Or, you know, anything like that. Uh, so, I, I just think that, that that big piece, that's one that sticks out to me really big. Now, how are you going to call a man the greatest of all time? He ain't even won a dunk contest. At least Kobe won a dunk contest. But, anyway. So... That's one thing you got to look at, but this is this is to, to get back to you know more serious basketball talk. i I think that what sets Michael Jordan apart, what what really what really solidifies him in my mind as the the, the best to ever do it, is the will to win. That's that is that's my biggest thing. That's when it comes down to it, the drive, the effort, and I mean just the will to win. That's the best way to put it. That Michael Jordan had is what makes him the best. Because you know physically, LeBron's a better athlete. He's a better specimen than him. You know LeBron is taller. Um, I I think that faster is just a. Faster is just a point of view uh, when considering age. So, young Mike was pretty quick. Young Mike, 1988. That Michael Jordan was fast, and I don't think that that there's you know anybody could say that there was somebody as dominant as him or LeBron James that was quicker. You know there are there are players that are faster, but players that are faster are not that good. They're they're not as good. At least not the ones today. Um, But physically, LeBron is a better player. Physically, if we go one-on-one, if LeBron takes him to the paint and tries to dunk it on him, he's going to have an advantage. He's going to have that advantage. But I still don't think one-on-one in Mike's prime that he'd be able to beat Mike. Um, You know, Young Mike did not have much of a three-point shooting game and young LeBron did have a three, a better three-point shooting game. I think that if you look at it, all of the you know, highlights and stuff like that you see of LeBron James. If you go back, you look at LeBron James, what is it, like the 2006 finals or seven finals or something like that? One of those finals trips when he was still with the Cavs, the first round with the Cavs. I mean, LeBron James was automatic from anywhere. He could shoot from anywhere. LeBron James these days, he can he can spot up and hit a three. He can spot up and hit a good three now, but he's not somebody that you're looking to to hit that buzzer beater shot. You know, he he can't. And LeBron and you know he he's good in a lot of other areas. That I'm not trying to take credit away from him or anything, but he's he's just not a three point shooter. You know, Mike didn't have a three-point shot early on in his career, but he developed it. And he still missed a lot of last-second shots and buzzer beaters and stuff. He'll be the one to tell you that. But his three-point game is better than, than LeBron James'. At least it, ter- it became better than LeBron's. LeBron's has fallen off throughout his career. Mike's got better. And so I, I think that the-, the mid-range and the the long-range game is where Michael Jordan pulls away. Plus the fact if he comes through the lane, he's going to dunk on you because Michael Jordan dunked on everybody. Michael Jordan dunked on the best of them. He dunked on Daryl Dawkins. He dunked on Hakeem Olajuwon. He dunked on Dikembe Mutombo, Patrick Ewing. I mean, he the best centers in the game, uh, Charles Barkley. I mean, he dunked on the best of them. So, to act like LeBron James is just going to be immune to something like that, I think that you you really don't know what you're saying if you think about that. He dunked on Shaq. Michael Jordan dunked on Shaq. So, to act, again, to act like, you know, LeBron would somehow be able to get away with that, I, I don't think that you, you're doing yourself any credit by just blindly showing some allegiance like that. But... You know, um, again, though, uh, to to f- keep to keep going with it is, again, the, the will to win. The LeBron has shown great effort in his in his youth, when he had to come out and do it. You know, one man band with the uh, Cavs, his first round with the Cavaliers, and he was out there landed on the line given everything that he had every single play for a win maybe there was some some conversation for it like that but as lebron got older and he got these better teams when he when he finally did get his help so he could go out there and he could win it which which you need you you have to have a good team to win it one guy cannot go out there and make it happen so to act like anybody, LeBron or Michael Jordan could have ever done that is, again, is ridiculous. But when he got his help, I think that he lost sort, of, he lost some of his luster, um, because he he was still when he went to Miami. It was still it was LeBron's team immediately. You know, uh, Dwayne Wade was the star of the show for a while down there in Miami, but when when LeBron James went to Miami, that was LeBron James' team. And if he wanted the ball, people were going to throw him the ball and and give it to him. But he became sort of that guy that would, he was a good presence in the lane. He's a good rebounder. He's a good passer. He can score, you know, uh, uh, in the paint and stuff like that on anybody. But he wasn't—he wasn't that guy that would just—he wouldn't just take over. That wasn't him, you know. Um, and I don't think that there's anybody—I don't think anybody should be able to say that LeBron James took over for the Miami Heat and that's the reason that they won. You know, I don't—I don't think that there's there's any room for that, you know. Um, they, they lost the first championship against the Mavs. The second championship uh, that they did win, they would have lost in the Eastern Conference Finals if the Pacers would have played Roy Hibbert at the end of that game and not just let LeBron James run down the lane and lay it in. You know, they had the lane completely open and Roy Hibbert was out of the game. If there was a presence in the paint, LeBron James never would have been able to go in there and lay it up in the first place. Um, and then the second time that they won it against the Spurs, uh, that the second championship that they got when they beat the Spurs, um, was due to Ray Allen hitting a, uh, a three-pointer. A three um, you know? And I think that, uh, you know, if, if it was really up to LeBron... LeBron would have, you know, fucking showed his will and uh, exercised his will and got them that win, but he didn't. He he played he played it smart. I'll give him that. And he let other he let other players make the key shot, but it wasn't anything that he had to do himself to get that win. And at the end of the game. Anybody on the Chicago Bulls will tell you this. When they needed something to happen, when they were in dire straits and they needed something to go their way to get a win, Phil Jackson will say this, Scottie Pippen will say this, Dennis Rodman will say this, Horace Grant will say this, Kyle Macy will say this. Anytime they needed a win, everybody knew, give the ball to Michael. Just give the ball to Michael. That was was Phil Jackson's thing. Whenever we get it if you get into a jam, run the play, give the ball to Michael. That was how they knew that they were gonna get their win. And I don't think that they're they've ever had that with LeBron James. Again, this is not to take any credit away from LeBron because I do think that he is a really good player and he does show Really, you know, amazing effort when doing stuff, and for him to be, you know, uh, his age and still be a high flyer and stuff like that is still a big deal. You know, other guys have done it, but still, he has maintained a level of excellence that's hard to beat. And he's never had a major injury, and that is something that's hard to do to to maintain that level of play, no injuries. Uh, you know, staying in the game all the time, never sick, never hurt—that's tough to do. You know, that's that's a hard pill to swallow for for any regular guy. But he's been able to do it, and that's something that people got to give to him to his credit. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to a guy going out there and giving all he's got for a win, I just think that Michael Jordan has shown that throughout his career, no matter what, he was never afraid of anybody. He would play anybody. He played defense on anybody. I mean, there were multiple series in the Eastern Conference Finals against the uh, Orlando Magic where Michael Jordan played D'd up Shaq. And nobody was doing that. Mostly because nobody could play defense on young Shaq because he was so good. But fuck, Michael Jordan was not afraid to. He was not afraid to get in his face. To let, to let him know who, who the best was, who was out there doing it. And, I mean, just the, the drive to go out there, no matter what it takes, to, to lay it all on the line, to, to give it all and to be able to get the win, LeBron James has not shown that since his first round with the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I think that that's important, because I think that if you're going to consider greatness, you've got to look at somebody's entire body of work, see what they can do, see what they've done, and weigh it against the competition. And the body of work shows Michael Jordan relentless through his entire career, and it shows LeBron James relentless early on, but fading out and just doing his job as he got older. And that's got him championships, so I, I'm not going to take anything away from him in that regard, you know, um, because that, that I think that would be ridiculous. But the only person that we have seen that I think that we have seen who has played with half of the effort and the will as Michael Jordan, the closest person to get to it is Kobe Bryant. And I still don't think that Kobe is, is good because – We saw Michael Jordan do it before Kobe. But, you know, Kobe Bryant is another guy who would go out there and he would give it all for his team, and he would lay it out on the line and leave everything on the court for his team. And he would do it night in, night out, no matter how bad they were, no matter how good they were, he gave the Lakers everything. And I just don't think that you could say the same thing for LeBron. There's too many instances where he's being carried off the court with a cramp, or he's, you know, uh, f- he's, f- you know, doing some ridiculous flops and sitting out of the game for a series, or, or, or faking an injury and coming back, you know, uh, the next play and stuff like that, you know. And Kobe Bryant's out there playing with broken fingers, on his shooting hand, dropping 80 points a game with a broken finger. I mean, come on, man. Come on. I mean, this guy went out there with a torn Achilles, walked back onto the court, hit his free throws, and walked back off. Nobody else has done that. You know, LeBron James certainly hasn't done that. So, I mean, I just think that there's a whole lot of wishy-washy play with LeBron James to be able to give him the entire benefit of the doubt and say he's the best just because he shows physical dominance. Because that's an important trait that you should look at, but that's not the, the nail in the coffin by any means. That's not what you can look at and say, well, that's what separates him it sets him apart. Nobody else can match that, and that's it. And, I mean, even in today's game, as far as that's concerned, you know, you take a look at that, um... There's a few guys that you can think of that are showing up right now to be possibly better than LeBron James. You know, um, everybody looks at Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant is a pretty good example, but I almost feel like Kevin Durant's kind of used up as far as people saying he's better than uh, LeBron. When I look at it, Kevin Durant could be in the question, or in, in the... In the uh, Kevin Durant could be in the conversation... But I think you've got to look at guys like Kawhi Leonard. you got to look at guys like Anthony Davis or Carl Anthony Towns. You know, guys, big guys that are going out there. And Kawhi Leonard's not big, but he's tall. Guys that are going out there and who are just dominating at their game. You know, Carl Anthony Towns is a dominant force. You know, um... You could even put Russell Westbrook in the conversation because of how great he played last year. I mean, Russell Westbrook averaged a triple-double no matter what you want to say about people padding his stats because I do think his teammates were giving him rebounds and stuff. But, I mean, dude, that is hard to go out there and do that. You know, whether or not people are out there padding his stats and stuff like that for him... It's hard to go out there and average a triple-double and drop like 45 triple-doubles or whatever it was. Uh, Just a a ridiculous number. I mean, just ridiculous stats. And so I, I think that he's got to at least be in the conversation at this point. I don't like Russell Westbrook. I'm not a Thunder fan. I didn't even think that he was very good for a long time. He was. I always thought he was just a backup to Kevin Durant and the reason that they could never win because he's always trying to ball hog. Because you can't have two guys averaging 30 a game and expect to win. It's not going to work that way. But... I think that he could be in the conversation now for, for best player in the league. I'm not going to throw Steph Curry out there because I don't think Steph Curry is. I'm not going to throw Klay Thompson out there because I don't think Klay Thompson are. It is because all they are is shooters. That's it. And um, I just don't think that there's any place in the conversation for best player of all time when you're talking about shooters. Because you got to have guys that that can do more. You know, a reason that you could say Larry Bird's in the conversation for one of the greatest players ever is because he's all-purpose. The dude was 6'9", could knock the lights out, but he could also get down in the paint. He could get rebounds. He could shoot the hook shot. He was an insane passer. You know, all that stuff. Steph Curry doesn't have that. Steph Curry's got shooting ability. I got no problem saying he's the best three-point shooter of all time, but best in the league, no, sir. But... All these other guys that are playing at a high level right now are playing at a higher level than LeBron James. You know, Kevin Durant abused LeBron James in the finals. You know, uh, Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Davis, they don't get a chance to really face up with them like that on a high level, but they are dominant at their position. I mean, shutting guys down, swatting shots, dunking it on them, going coast to coast with the ball. Uh, I mean... Everything that they can do, shooting threes, knocking the lights out, you know? I mean, these guys are very, very, very proficient at what they do. And maybe they're coming along at a time where LeBron is starting to... He's on the downward slope because of his age. But a lot of guys will tell you he's in his prime right now. And if LeBron James is in his prime right now then he's got a problem because these guys aren't. These guys coming in are not in their prime. Kevin Durant is almost in his prime. Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, Carl Anthony Towns, these guys aren't close yet. And so if LeBron James is in his prime now and he's playing the way that he is, he's not going to be anywhere close to these guys when they're peaking. And so... I I personally think that the best LeBron James that we ever saw was 10 years ago. That was the best LeBron we were ever going to get. 10 plus years ago when he was first in the league playing for the Cavs, that was as good as it ever got for him. I I mean, I think, and I don't think that that's a, a ridiculous thing to say if you look at the way he plays now versus the way he played back then. So... Again, I'm not here to discredit anything about LeBron. You know, he's a great player. He really is. What he does on the court is really hard for a lot of guys to match. But I think that we're at a point now where when you look at him, when you look at his body of work, I just don't think there's enough room for him to be able to say that he's the greatest player of all time. He's definitely one of the greatest players of all time. I think that he's top ten easy. Definitely in a top five conversation for sure. Plenty of room to say that. I mean, easily. But to act like he's the greatest player of all time without a shadow of a doubt because of what he's accomplished, I just don't think that there's enough on the table to be able to say that. And as far as the league is concerned right now, there's too many guys that are chomping at the bit and that are really showing promise for me to be able to say that LeBron's even the best player in the league right now. Again, just because the people are saying that he's at his peak right now, he's in his prime, the way that he plays, I don't think that you can really say that just because there's too many people that are out there that are really doing it to the fullest that I think deserve... More of a vote than he does. Again, not to take anything away from him because he's he's awesome. He really is. I mean, he's somebody who truly leaves you in awe. But he was a showstopper when he was eighteen to twenty-two, twenty-four. Now this LeBron James, ah, I don't know, man. I'm not sure. Maybe he's a smarter player, but a better player in general? I don't know if that's something that I can get behind, to be honest with you. And at the end of the day, when I look at it, like I said, Michael Jordan is still my number one you know, greatest of all time player just because of what he showed on the court and, and how, how, great, how great he proved himself to be playing against other greats, other Hall of Famers, so I, uh, I just think that the overall game was so much better back then, it was so, more, so, more, so much more brutal, so much more physical than it is back then, that I think Michael Jordan played and proved himself in a harder league than it is right now, I, I mean, I think. You could say that maybe today's game is, is more athletic than it was back then, but I don't think that it was more physical than it was back then. And I feel like everybody being on the same athletic playing field is a lot different than everybody going into a, you know, a damn battleground and having to, to, to score points. People, you know, beating the hell out of you trying to get a win. And so, I don't know. Everybody's got their own opinion. You know, like I said, that's mostly just my opinion. I threw out some occasional facts out there, very little, you know, pretty stereotypical for me, but, you know, if anybody wants to say that LeBron is, is the greatest, that's their opinion, and the great, the great thing about, you know, the United States of America is that you've got the right to be wrong, so, <laughs> you know, if you think LeBron's the best, you've got the right to be wrong, and I can't take that away from you, so you sort of hold true to your beliefs. And uh, hope hope it hope it works out for you. I don't know. Maybe LeBron will turn it around and he'll just sort of show out for us some point. He sort of showed hints of it last season, where it sort of looked like he quit. He was sort of not caring about everybody else's performance, and he was looking at it like a job. And I think if he did more of that, I'd get behind him a lot more. But right now, I don't know. I I don't think he's the man right now. So there's time he's he's got time left in his career he's pretty he's in his early 30s i think i don't think he's 35 yet he's in his early 30s he's got room to build room to improve and he's got room to win more championships and maybe if he goes out there and he just adds to his resume it might build more of a case for him but right now i don't think that it, it he's it holds a lot of water not in his favor so uh thanks for listening everybody as usual You got any feedback, got any comments, questions, concerns, hit me up. Uh, I don't really know how it works here on Anchor, but you could always find me on Twitter at TheRealDAPerry. So find me on there if you want. Leave me some feedback. Let me know what you think. I'd appreciate it. Let me know what you want to hear. I'm I'm open to suggestions. But uh, anyways, thanks for listening. Have a great day, guys.